So, um, I don't have a joke this week, so. Thank fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, people at home! What's up with that? Oh, you ready? Podcast. My name is PC Tunney, and I am your commissioner and the commissioner. What, what was that? No, 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 no. You were, you were, you were. Everything was fine when you were so happy. I wasn't telling a joke, but now when I need you, <laughs> two weeks in a row with this bullshit. Yeah, way to go, shithead. And your commissioner of the United States. <laughs> damn, 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 Americas! And I am joined as always. He is flight delayed. It's DPP. I can flight delayed and travel exhausted. But he's here anyway, God. folks. That's how much he loves you. Right. AJ Belaz, the funky, phenomenal trickster, is with us as well. Mr. Belaz, how you doing? I'm doing good. At least I'm not flight delayed and mic delayed there. Yeah, flight wow. delayed and mic <laughs> unlike delayed. some. Mike the lead. Uh, NBA uh, draft tonight. NBA draft tonight, fellas. Wembenyama. Wembenyama. W E M. Wembenyama. 7 5. 8 foot wingspan. Can shoot. Can dribble. Or 240 pounds at 19. What is What was Giannis back then? You know, he didn't come in way in 240. I'll He's tell you that. 50. Yeah. <laughs> like most. Uh, what do you think of the potential? This year, because everybody's like, this is the best prospect since LeBron. Like, the kid's already played professionally in France. Um, so the, some people consider that to be maybe a step above uh, the entire competition of an NCAA career. Uh, what do you guys think about this kid? He's definitely going one to the Spurs. Are we sure it's going to go to the Spurs? I mean... Yes, to even ask that question, you are, sound like an extremely uninformed basketball fan. Kind of basketball, not really my forte. I'm not going to here. Dan, do you want to say anything about the unbelievable ceiling that has Victor Wimbenyama, the best prospect since LeBron James? Well, I, you know, other than clips and stuff of seeing him play, you know, it'll be interesting to see him in the NBA. And he couldn't have gotten the right year to go to the right team. To play under Greg Popovich, who has seen, you know, David Robinson, he's molded Tim Duncan, like two Hall of Fame centers, big men in their time. And now he can, you know, mold this guy to be 
you know, that good, perhaps, you know, I mean, you couldn't get a better teacher than Popovich. So that is awesome for him, I think, for his career to get started with that. So, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see how good he can really be. You know, he's, he's definitely gonna have to put on some poundage if he's going to want to play on the inside. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he's young. He's got, you know, start hitting the weights a little more and uh, he's only going to get better. So it's uh, barring injuries. Uh, yeah. Very good. Could be very good. Yeah, I was about to say barring injuries, not trying to be Zion 2.0. He's definitely, well, Zion. definitely not Zion. Zion. Zion couldn't keep his weight down and fell in love with a porn star. And now she's threatening to release his videos. What? Because that's what I want to see. Yeah. All righty then. All right. I didn't need to know that about Dan. Get a little bit more structured and let everybody know what's happening on the 381st edition of the podcast known as DWI. Told you I was travel exhausted. Well, well, we're waiting. You might be travel exhausted, but you're not exhausted for the sheet. That was awful as usual. All right, folks, this week we have the inaugural Significant 7 Power Rankings for SmackDown and Raw from the week of June 16th to the 19th with those two dates. So the lists are in, the points have been tabulated, and we have a DWI power ranking for you this week as we head in to what the the penultimate SmackDown and and Go Home Raw, and next week we'll have a little tidying up at SmackDown, and then it's money in the bank, folks, so right around the corner. So significant seven power rankings dropping today. AJ's got trivia. That should be funky. Fresh as always, all at the total same time. BS. At the same time. Yes, total BS at the same time. It's a paradox. And last call today, we're going to try and do our best to let you know what we're excited for. Forbidden Door 2. A lot more matches have been announced, uh, some of some pretty good significance. One that I pretty much want to have the, to- the talk about around for that subject. So, all that and more coming your, coming your way today on the 381st edition of DWI Podcast, right here at ChairShot Radio Network, all of your favorite streaming platforms, and thechairshot.com. Always use your head and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Don't drink and drive. Drink a podcast. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. Episode 381 of the DWI podcast. We are in Money in the Bank season. It is next weekend from the O2 Arena should be one hell of a show. We will totally be previewing that all out next week. Hopefully get Dave on here. Maybe, I don't know, maybe get Kenny to stay up late. I doubt it. It's a Thursday, but we'll see what we can do. Uh, say Kenny or Mags? One of those two. Maybe they might be there. So we'll see what kind of tricks we have up our sleeve next week. Um, AJ, why don't you go ahead and give DP a command so we can get this ball rolling? I don't know if, if Dan's a... Uh awake enough for it but let's see if this will uh ring the bell what huh? ring, r- ring the bell you, double pay 
What? Louder, son. You can wear my blazer. My bell. <laughs> you can ring my bell. I was waiting for the uh, the ultimate Nintendo cheat code where he's wearing the Nintendo shirt. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, ring the bell. That would have been clever. That would have been very clever. But just like S-U-C-K-M-Y-A-S-S Vanderjack, it did not happen in the moment. <laughs> it happened on the car ride home. Folks, the, inig- the inaugural Significant 7. And what I'm talking about here is sufficiently great or important to be worthy of attention, noteworthy, having a particular meaning for this past week's Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown from June 16th and Raw June 19th, 2023. Here we go, gentlemen. There was a little bit of differences around the bottom, but for most part, the top three to four were pretty much on everybody's list. So why don't we get it started? Just like this. This is my brutality! But wait, there's a tie at seven on the first week? Oh, come on. I'm on my own. Against the wall, the pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And now I see that I'm way better than before. I never need to do it all. All right, folks, for the very first significant seven power rankings. That's right. We have a tie with five points each. Five, all five of mine coming uh, for Bianca Belair as I had her third on the week. And the the five that come from AJ, as he had her third on the week. AJ, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Why is is Rhea Ripley making your list this week? Because she's going. She looks dominant as always. She dismantled Natalia, which I mean, no, that's not really saying much. But she looks strong going into anything that's going on. She has been. She holds that all the time. It, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm not trying to discredit Bianca. She was an honorable mention in my head because, like you said, the bottom kind of had like a mix and match in my head. Bianca was in there, but I think Rhea need, needed it more because she is just that dominant. She just is. Now, I loved Bianca's promo this week, and I thought we got back to more of the sassy, opinionated, well-spoken, out you know, outright kind of say what you feel i feel like she's kind of been guarded a little bit as put out as that kind of all-american goody two-shoes champion almost where she just isn't that right we talked about wanting to see her kind of transition and see what she could do as a heel maybe she doesn't need to do that i still want her to but at least she's got some of her sass back and some of her confidence it seems like and just staling her opinion and what she wants why she wants it and what's going on with her just so you folks know if if Bianca or Rhea would have been on more of the lists than the other, this wouldn't have been a tie. Say like, say like Bianca was on Dan and I's list and the points added up to five, where Rhea was only on one list and she had five points. That means the person on more lists gets the tiebreaker. But we had the same amount for the tiebreaker, so we do have a tie at seven 
today. The points are accumulated as such, seven per points for one, six for two, five for three, and so on, down to one point for seven. You add them up over the course of three lists, you get the top point getters, they make the significant seven. We do have some honorable mention this week. Uh, Pretty Deadly was on my list at six, so they had two points. Seth Rollins was on AJ's list, so and he had two points. Cody Rhodes was on AJ's list, so he had three points. And someone that was on two lists that did not make this list, and this is why I'm giving the honorable mention now, is because I also had Trish Stratus as my seventh power ranked. Uh, DP had her at fifth. She well one point shy of making the significant seven this week. But since we talked about Rhea, we talked about Bianca, DP, why don't you tell us why you love Trish Stratus and then bring it back around commenting on each of our picks. Uh, well, Trish Stratus, for the simple fact that she looked like a superstar out there and looked a hundred times better than a lot of the women on the current roster look. Uh, she sold her ass off to Raquel, looked phenomenal as, as always, and you know, play just playing that heel character so well and getting under Becky Lynch's skin so much that she came out, cost her the match, so she technically wins by disqualification and gets herself inserted in Money in the Bank, and that's huge. And this is the first Hall of Famer to ever be in the Money in the Bank ladder match as well. And she's just, you know, we thought was just going to be a one-off type of match at WrestleMania. Turns out to be this huge storyline going and is immediately a front-runner to win Money in the Bank this year. Had to rewrite trivia. That No, I'm kidding. That wasn't actually a trivia no. question, but that's, <laughs> that, that, that's a good piece of trivia. I... In my little honorable mention, I also had Trish, and I'm like, I was plugging, playing a bunch of things at the bottom, and I'm like, Trish deserves to be in there, first Hall of Famer in there. She hasn't really missed a step, and she's showing more veteran style, where it's she has more cunning than anything, and as to why she's even in it in the first place. So I don't hate the fact that she's even sniffing the list or on the list. Because I'm not going to let... She was going to be on the list. But I had someone else at seven. So... Hey, it's all good. We got to talk about it. I think these are three women that are really at the top of their game. And for Trish, just to kind of end this topic, I think she's finally getting the run she always wanted and deserved. Like, you know, when she was around, I know that she was the champion so many times and she's considered top two or three all time. But now more so than ever, the women are treated especially at the top of their card nearly equal to the men right and it's a long fucking way from where it was when she was around okay i know she had some great moments and some great matches but there's so many more moving pieces for her to work with and play with and interact with now so it's really awesome to see trish do it especially like you said when treated the right way and put in the right situation still can make it happen in the ring all right Let's move on. Let's move on to number six on the list this week. Coming in, let me see, one, just making one list with six points. DP's number two. Who could it be, folks? I had no idea this was his entrance music either, folks. It's Logan Paul, by the way. That's who it is. It's Logan Paul. DP knew because it was on his list, and uh, that's what happens when you get really high up on someone's list. You're probably going to make the bottom of the power rankings that week, which 
which is significant because you made the significant seven dp i know why you had him on there why don't you tell us a little bit more about how well you feel about logan paul going in to the money in the bank well i want to know how you guys didn't have him on the list i mean he was yeah returning superstar you know like a huge when 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 you get a you know a mega star Uh, he, he I'll be honest. He got outshined in in his in in his in his segment. So like he just did just just missed it for me. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, if it was the elite eight, which I didn't want to touch for obvious reasons, or or you know the unanimous nine, maybe he would have been on my list. But it's the significant seven. Okay. Why unanimous nine? Why isn't it notorious nine? I couldn't come up with an N thing so unanimous just came across right away because it would have been unanimously voted upon you're welcome <laughs> and agreed to <laughs> i appreciate though like i i love uh to read the thesaurus and you know know what equals what okay i mean for me i'm not gonna lie logan paul was also on the list but i he's returning and he just randomly got thrown into the money in the bank because he said he wanted to be in the money in the bank. Well, and, yeah, but and, think about this. How much do you think they're paying Logan Paul? Oh, yeah, I'm well aware. That's well, why I don't yeah. have that much of a problem. I just have a problem top, that... Probably top five on the roster as far as, like, if you look at it from, you know, appearances and things of that nature. So you got to cash in, pun intended, after the fact, eh. on, on his significance. And next week we'll talk about, like, because it's going to come down to, our argument's going to come down to him or L.A. Knight. And we'll talk about that and next week. That's exactly the reason I put him up there, and I got him at number two. Because not necessarily how he, I don't like how he just can insert himself into that match. Like, that that could have come way better from, like, a heel authority figure or whatever, you know, if they had the heel GM or something. But he was, him, him. Weren't they in Cleveland, though? They were, but I mean, still, like, they were. if you're going to have all, you know, again, it, it's whatever you're gonna have all these qualifying matches and then i could just walk in in there and go hey i'm in mark put me down coach uh not biggest fan of that but but it seems like even like if you draw back to the draft right where there wasn't two general managers it seems like they're trying to just let the story be told without any direction given by authority figures except for when it boosts the storyline because adam pierce gets involved because he's gotten involved less yeah way less he only comes out there if there's some kind of fight going on or whatever that he needs to break up. Or a scuffle, like on Raw with Kevin Owens and Sammy. And the Scrap Daddy, you don't really see him that much anymore. Scrappy. But, but back to the fact, Paul, finish your thought. Yeah, just the fact that he is now in Money in the Bank. Like, everybody was, we were all on board. LA Knight's winning this thing, whatever, right? And we had yeah. a couple maybe wild cards that, yeah, maybe they could win it. But now... You stick him in there, and it's like, oh shit! Uh, this could be Logan Paul's briefcase, you know? Sure, like yeah. There's two things that make sense now. So it just elevated that match that much more, and just just added a lot more intrigue. You know, as always, he looked good. Yeah, he did the big jump over the top rope. I guess like segment wise, yeah, he kind of got outshined a little bit. They they were kind of promoting everybody else a little bit, but the fact that he made he came back he's in that match he is immediately thrusted to the front of the option for winning this money in the bank now so that's why i had him high on that list i think uh damian priest is like the third guy he's in this match isn't he right he's he is, in money yeah. well and see yeah, he I didn't even show the, up he he's didn't like, come out for that like 
you brought you know, it up. Everybody else except for Priest yeah. in that segment, like that could yeah. there. That could mean something. Like what does that something. mean? Yeah. Jay, thoughts on Logan Paul? Yeah, I don't I hate the fact that he just announced that he's in it. That's just me. It makes sense. He also had that spot with Ricochet at the Royal Rumble, so you have some history there. So I don't hate it. And plus, it, if it seems it seems like he signed up for the Big Five, doesn't it? With with Raw or SmackDown appearances leading. Yeah, up. he's yeah, he That's seems like, like the not, the attraction guy. Like he'll be yeah. at SummerSlam for sure, and I want him to be. I think wrestling fans want him to be. Like, I mean, he's the best celebrity wrestler of all time. Overall. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's like big five uh, plus the like Saudi box. shows, you know, like that might be his true. Right. Plus yeah, the that's, special events. That's about it. So that's plenty. That would, that's, that's half a dozen. That's it's working six months yeah. out of the year, probably 15 weeks or something like that. And, and given that, you know, he might go into a, a program with LA Knight, you know, here's the thing. Logan Paul doesn't need the WWE. No, he doesn't. No. no. He well, loves the WWE and he's respectful and that's why he's been given the 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 keys to the different cars he's been given. Like the guy had a fucking match with Roman Reigns in the greatest fucking championship run of all time. You know? <laughs> well, and the the fact that you know, the whole idea really this beginning premise of the World Heavyweight title was it's going to be defended by not a part-timer and all that bullshit. You know, and, and people are already bitching that Logan Paul's in this thing, and it's like, well, it's a part timer. If he wins money in the bank, it wins. You, how yeah, how much more? Yeah, how much w. more hate that, that, that's are you going to get from this if yeah. he wins it? Yeah, and and you know, and instead of more hate? and instead of reading a a five hundred page story, go read a two and a half page story with a with pictures. Mm-hmm. It writes itself. If he wins, I'm saying if he wins because my choice is still the same choice. But if well, he, got, he wins. He's That's got the choice. Champions too. Yeah, and then and he also has the history with Seth Rollins because he eliminated him at the Royal Rumble as well. Seth, so yeah. not only did he eliminate Seth Rollins from the Rumble, he faced Roman Reigns. He's going to be in this Money in the Bank ladder match. And I know that he really hasn't done anything of significance in in WWE, but if they don't win it. LA Knight's a good person to go up against in SummerSlam and have a program with. Number five on the significant seven. It's Gunther. Gunther with six points, making two lists uh he was in that uh logan paul area for me this week uh sorry guys i mean he let's, was on my list too i know that for a fact AJ because he had him at four dp had him at six i mean he dismantled riddle and made himself look more of a monster than he already is i mean there's not really much else you can really say about big van Valter. yes i'm still gonna call him that but it, did he, he have a match with Kevin Owens the week before, right? I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Because they have like a little program with Imperium. What, he is the ideal intercontinental champion. He's your workhorse. He comes out and has fucking phenomenal matches every time he's in the ring. I'm not disagreeing at all. 
how many bangers has he already had in, in UK and WWE? Everything. We just need... What you doing there, Dan? Slapping. Slapping meat. <laughs> Banger. Big meat, Big meat slapping meat. <laughs> yeah, he's... Play. I wish I, I wish Big E could come back. I'd love to see him and Big E for the IC title. Have Big E for commentary on that if if he can't in time. No, I'm, I mean them wrestle no. someday. Yeah, uh, big fan. Of you Adam six. Adam six. Uh, yeah, just again, just showing off his dominance. You know, taking down Riddle, adding extra heat by putting giving him an injury to his ankle. You know, he just, same thing you guys said, you know, he just, he keeps putting on phenomenal matches and is setting up some good storylines. He's going to hold on to this title for a while, we know. And he's just always there and he's always, every time you see him, he's just one of, he's just the, I don't know, the quintessential bad guy almost right now where he just beats the shit out of people and just doesn't give a crap. It's great. That's another thing. He fits into Vince's villain mold of the, of the foreign well, I think dominator. Everybody's villain hold of the foreign dominator. Like, I think anybody who's smart enough to see, that's an easy way to do it. But he's so good that they he could be face at any time and sell a shit more ton of merchandise, I believe. But here's the thing. We're 79 days from passing the Tongster. So just think about that every time you think about Gunther. All right. We're going to keep this truck rolling. We're going to go to our... Number four on the Significant Seven Power Rankings this week. Who could it be? I got to tell you, folks, you know, you watch it on TV and you get the TV sound from the recording at the arena but when you hear this song just with especially we all have headphones on you know we're doing this we're trying to sound as good as we can for you guys that song this is a banger like if you're if you're listening on something and you have an opportunity to grab your headphones put them on hit pause put them on come back watch this all right computer you can cooperate we know you can do it Oh, and now it's muted. Hold on. That's okay. The anticipation oh, building. It's worth it. On. It's worth it. They got the headphones on. Everybody's got headphones on. Sure. Now you ruined it, dickhead. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> did that AJ? Did you go, sure? Everybody mute yeah, their headphones. It's sitting now. Right. Everybody mute their headphones. <laughs> hey, tell the guy next to you to shut the fuck up. All right. We're going to go. We're going to go here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody shut the fuck up. How red hot is KO? I feel like, you know, Sammy still has a little bit of momentum on his side, um, but not he's not as red hot as he used to be. But I feel like Kevin Owens is just, oh, my goodness. He's just people are dying to cheer him right now. And it's so good, especially they got that rage thing going on. I had KO and 
Sammy at five because I like what Sammy's doing as well. So Sammy's just kind of a side note, didn't really kind of make the list-ish. Uh, KO at four uh, for DP. AJ did not have them on the list. But, I mean, what do you think, DP? Is it KO and Sammy, or is it just KO for you? See, I just picked KO this time. You know, I, I felt like... We can, do the, we can do the team or the, or the faction for one thing, so yeah. I got you. Yeah, I just thought, you know, KO just stood out a little more this week. You know, I, Sammy, same reason. It feels like he's cooled off a bit. I don't know how you guys feel about, you know, about that when he was so red hot. And it seems like it's kind of, yeah, he still sticks a little bit with the bloodline as he, you know, kind of got backstage with Jay. Uh, was that last week? And, but for me, like right now, you know, this week it was KO, you know, just doing that anger management thing, you know, trying to keep his cool and everything and not get mad at people is just hilarious to watch. And, and KO is just goddamn good. Every time you see him, you know, like it doesn't matter what he's doing. He is just phenomenal. And just, you know, watching that stuff, those guys are just comedy gold bag like edging Christian days. You know, those two together are just fantastic. I love seeing them together. It's a great comparison. You just made edge and Christian with, uh, with KO and Sammy. That's, that's phenomenal. I maybe, <laughs> I would love to see a retirement match from Edge and Christian against KO and Sammy. That'd be amazing. Uh, it's funny. KO can play the coward. He can play the guy where like the other guy makes him look bad. He can play the guy that's mad. He can play the guy that's funny, but he always plays the guy, AJ, that delivers in the ring. Without a doubt. I mean, I mean, with the theme song, first off, loved it. I loved his ROH theme a little more just because of it. it Sounds exactly the same. Well, not exactly, but similar to it. And it gives that hype. It brings that feeling of fight. Fight Owens, fight. Kill, kill, Steen, kill. But it, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm entertained. I'm tickled by everything that he has done so far, especially like Kevin. Kevin, you, you, have, you, you have anger problems. What? What do you mean anger problems? Yeah, well then, and then what did he have? An interaction with like some guy who spilled water on him, and then he had an interaction with Riddle, and it was like, okay, these are just people that could piss you off. Like you don't even have to have anger problems for this. I think he specifically said, "I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem." There's too yeah. many of them. Turns around, sees Riddle. Uh, speaking of which, hey man. <laughs> yeah, just some great stuff all around going on. WWE just has their, they they just have their 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 wheels are rolling in the right direction all over the place from interviews to promos, to announcing, to production, to the matches they have planned, to their storylines. Most importantly, like they're a one across the board right now. I, I don't know how hard it is to disagree with that. Like, just, I mean, it's really hard, how hard it is to not disagree with that. Yeah. You know, you mentioned the, uh, you know, the announcing uh, just the, the ring announcing uh, being able to see Samantha Irving, uh, on some of the Twitter things where they show her video, you know, her sitting there and the video of her doing the announcement when somebody wins is just, I, it's just those little things like that. Just really cool to see that, you know, you never got to see that before and just her really getting into it and stuff. Like that's just kind of, that's just cool stuff. It really is. All right. Before we move on to number three, we're going to take a commercial break. So come back and find out who were the top three this week on the significant seven. This is DWI 381, AJ, DP, PC, the premier alphabet soup podcast of Chairshot Radio Network, all up in your earballs this week. Don't drink and drive, drink and podcast. We'll be right back. 
Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, welcome back, DWI381. Don't forget to use your head and head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I would imagine there's got to be some promo code coming up here for the 4th of July. We'll hit you with that next week. But for now, get your nipples covered before 4th of July weekend with an amazing chair shot. What's wrong? What? Oh, I seen you with your head thing. I thought something was wrong there. Yeah, with an amazing microphone. chair. Shot, look at how professional I'm with an amazing chair shot t-shirt. Yeah, you have been. You sounded kind of tinny. So don't. Don't be like DP struggling from from flight delay and tooth decay. What was it? <laughs> flight delay and tooth decay. If that ain't the theme, if that ain't the name, I I'm done. Oh, well, maybe not. But ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't know about your teeth, brush them, but we got your nipples covered. Get it in soft style. Oh, welcome back, folks. All right, it's time for number three. Can you tell we've been, been drinking? That might have been the best segue. <laughs> Emma, <laughs> you, you made Dan self-conscious of his TV scratching at him. The floss are down here somewhere, I think. <laughs> Put the floss down. You can floss in like a half an hour or well, maybe more. Uh, okay, here we go. Number three. You got to listen up. Money. Yeah! Listen to this place! Let me talk to you. I look in this ring and I see Ricochet, I see Nakamura, and I see two guys who are as useless as basketball cleats. Then I look and I see a guy, he makes videos for 14-year-old girls and wants to call himself a megastar. No, no. There can be only one, but I'll tell you what, Logan Paul, I brought you a little gift. It's a map. If you follow this, you'll find the exact directions of where you can stick each and every one of those bottles of Prime. Yeah! Because that case has my name on it with everybody saying... Yeah! Um, this is the next big player in WWE. And we don't need to go into his catchphrases to talk about it because people are out there going like rip off rock, rip off Austin. Well, you're comparing him to rock and Austin and it's not even close to ripping them off. He's being LA Knight. He's being Eli Drake. He's being himself. Who's an amazing sports entertainer. Got the look. He's got the talk in the ring. He can walk the walk. If it's not money in the bank, it's something else very soon. He, he's a top player. I was waiting for him to go into it. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Now you're yeah. Back, on the, back on the mic again. <laughs> you're on the wrong microphone again. Who says I'm on the wrong mic? No, the other one doesn't work. It's broken. Oh, you sound, oh, you sound tinny again. I thought you were on the other one. No, this one's broken. Broken. Just for show now? Yeah. Just swinging it now. 
Yeah, no one can like see LA that. Knight's going to be swinging on that briefcase high up on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Does he remind you of Mr. Kennedy? He reminds me of Mr. Kennedy a little bit, only better. Uh, Attitude-wise, yeah, a little bit. Got that same kind of attitude towards him, which is great. Uh, you know, and yeah, I mean, he was on my, he was on the, the uh, test list last week for me. He's on, he was number seven for me this week, but he's it was seven for both of you. He was number two on my list. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just for that, you know, again, he is, he was the front runner for money in the bank. Now that Logan Paul's in it, it adds a little bit of intrigue, but. You know he's he is just continuing to rise as the as the next star in this business, and I think you know AJ, you've you've seen it you know from before WWE. You know he just he has that it factor, and when NXT he came in and NXT was great. Now that he's come up to the main roster. He's getting that that push that everybody wants to see, to see him get. Yeah, he yeah he's finally getting that push. He's finally showing that you know he's got everything that they want. The only problem is that he's like 40 years old. So that's the only issue as to why I had him at seven. I know age doesn't really matter in wrestling. List for the week. I know, but th- that's the yeah, only okay. issue is that oh he's 40. You know what? No, 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 listen, listen, that's that's not even your fault. That's my fault. I, I for a brief moment in time space continuum, forgot that you were a Belaz. Continue, Belaz. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Get it right. And I ain't butt-chugging anything. Not the point, though. I mean, like you said, Dan, I've been singing L.A. Knight, Eli Drake, Sean Ricker's praises for quite some time now because he's that damn good. He's got the cadence of... Huh? You want to hear the odds? As of two days ago? Butch coming in at plus 2,500. Santos Escobar and Ricochet and Shinsuke Nakamura all coming in at plus 2,000. Which is weird, because if I'm the book, I'm putting Shinsuke a little lower. Damian Priest, plus 150. Logan Paul, plus 125. And L.A. Knight, yeah. plus 200. Just don't be a dummy. You, you, you can do a lot of different things with him. He's got the cadence of the rock. He's got the promo skills of Stone Cold. And he's got the attitude like Mr. Anderson, like you said. You... There's on that. Ring the bell on that comparison. He's everything that they want and everything that they need because you need someone who can go into the ring, do what he needs to do, and then talk on the mic and just either belittle or just make an absolute amazing promo. So if he doesn't win, I'm gonna deem all of WWE a bunch of dummies. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, you know, what, Knight's Knights on Raw, and it's too bad because I feel like him and Theory could be electric, and he'd be able to get Theory over so much more as a heel. But that could be down the road at a higher stakes level. Uh, Go ahead, DP. No, no, I I agree. I thought that's a good one, too. And, you know... (laughs) Theory had his chance with John Cena trying to get him over, and it didn't seem to work too well either. So I don't know, but they could put on a longer they could put on a longer feud and better matches. I I think Theory could have capitalized a little bit more off of it, but I don't know necessarily that he was given the chance because Cena just came out on the mic, and now that I look back at it more, while it was unfucking believably 
hilarious. You probably didn't do him a lot of favors by what happened, except for you maybe wanted to pay attention to that match a little bit more. But Siri, uh, theory, not Siri, uh, theory has definitely not sunk, but swim, swam, whatever. Yeah, definitely just popped off of like a million people's like iPhones just now. I hope you were well aware of that. <laughs> hey, Siri, I'm at work. Look up. No, I won't. I won't be like that. Um, <laughs> could have said a number of things. I know you could have. Out of them would have gotten me canceled. Um, let's just move on here and, and say, L.A. Knight, what are your odds for him to win the belt? Uh, not the belt. The, the, okay, what are your odds for him to actually successfully cash in the money in the bank? Freudian slip that works there. I think it's 100%. You think he cashes it in? What, on Rollins? When? So let's go around the horn. If we all think it right now this week, and I think we still do, if anything happens next week that sways us, who knows? DP, you said he cashes in 100%. When? And is it against, and, and what champion? It's going to be after WrestleMania next year. He'll hold on to it for a while. And it's going to be, I don't know who's going to be the champion at that point, honestly, but I I I think it'll be maybe whoever, I don't know, whoever's on SmackDown. I don't know if Roman's still going to be a champ after next WrestleMania, but I think we talked about that, right? If they're going to, if he's going to hold on to that title, it's going to be till next SummerSlam. Yeah. Enough he'd to have to beat so. Hogan's records. It'd be, it'd be like a, it'd be like the, uh, the, he the second week in September in 2024. Let's just say he won't cash in on Roman. I'll just, I'll just say it's that. Eerily, <laughs> it's, it's eerily similar that, that, Gunther is going to pass the Tonkster, and then next year, Roman, in the same month, is going to pass the Hulkster. Nice. I like it. Thank you. Like it. Yeah, if it works. So, the best the business for nothing, DP. <laughs> All right. Let's see. You, what do you got, AJ? I think he wins. I think he successfully cashes in on the World Heavyweight Championship, but I'm going to say around either Royal Rumble or Elimination Chamber next year. I I agree with you on that because I think a really smart move here to kind of even accelerate him into an even higher echelon of, of the current roster is to have him cash it in, not at Royal Rumble, but at whatever point in time they have a significant show that's February, early Mar early, early March and get him into like a triple threat or something at WrestleMania defending the title. So maybe his first run isn't that long. So that makes you, that's just like stone cold makes you want him to get that title again. Right? So he's, he wins the money in the bank, chasing, 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 chasing new year, chasing rumble, chasing, maybe win, maybe chase a little more before mania. He's got it. Big hype going into it. Red fucking hot loses in the dirtiest of fashions at WrestleMania. And now you've got something for the summer where once again, we're right back to how hot he was when he had the money in the bank briefcase, when he first won the title. Now you want him to have it even again because he didn't have it long enough. So he gets to chase and chase and chase all next summer too. So he gets two full years to get built up into that next echelon because he's legitimized by the money in the bank briefcase, even more so by cashing it in. And then finally, even more so by having a big match against somebody, maybe that's the way somebody comes around to beat Roman Reigns that LA Knight gets so fucking red hot 
that at Survivor Series in 2024, yeah, he's the guy to beat Roman Reigns. I don't necessarily believe that, but I hope I sold it to you. I mean, I'm sold. All right. I think we should move on. We should move on to number two on this week's list. Was number two. two. Wasn't that number two? No, no it was Trace. <sighs> It is none other than Phineas Balorus Maximus. And if they really want to do a sequel to the Gladiator, that should have been the character. Phineas Balorus. Don't shake your head, AJ. Maximus. Um, I love me some Finn Balor. And I love that they're finally pulling the trigger on this storyline between him and Seth Rollins. So it's almost like Seth makes the list too as well. Uh, but Finn Balor, number two this week, gentlemen. He was number three on my list. He was number three on DP's list. And AJ had Seth Rollins at, at number six this week. So in kind of mysterious ways, I bet Balor was kind of up there for AJ as well. But DP, why was he so high on your list as well? He was because they finally gave him some heat. I think AJ had him at two. I, I did have him at two. My bad, my bad. <laughs> It. No, it's funny because I wrote Finn Balor and DP wrote Balor. No, no, I wrote Finn Balor, DP wrote Balor, and then I'm looking across the list. AJ wrote Finn, so I stopped looking for Finn and was only looking for Balor. <laughs> yes. So he he was he was easily the second most prominent. LA Knight had eight points. KO and KO slash KO and Sammy had seven. Gunther six. Logan Paul six. Bianca and Rhea five to make the list. Finn all the way up with 15 points. Um, I had him fourth, actually. So four from me, five from DP, and six from AJ. That's a that 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 in, in other weeks, which are harder to pick, could maybe make a first place with that point total. But this week's number one was perfect. Let's go back to Finn. Go ahead. Yeah, they they finally gave him a chance to get some heat on him. You know, had him interrupt Seth Rollins in the open challenge and put a beating down on Rollins, and then came out you know right after that and beat him up backstage too. You know, just adding heat to this that that really needed it. You know, get some more intensity from Finn Balor. You know, as, as he wants payback. You know, on Seth Rollins too, and then also coming out on NXT after Seth Rollins defends defends the title and beats him up again. Like, just continues to add to that that heat that Balor I think desperately needed to get on him for this you know feud a little bit. You know, it needed something, and I think Balor delivered this week on that. I'm so happy because last week we had the whole thing of they actually mentioned the Universal Championship match, the inaugural Universal Championship match, and then Ballard brings the heat. The Prince is back, baby, and doing three coup de gras on that sorry son of a bitch, Seth Rollins. It, it was just perfect. It worked. And then even throwing NXT into the mix with the Gold Rush match against it was just perfect. I couldn't have put Finn higher if it wasn't for one other group, but 
we'll get to that when we get to that. Finn showing that he has that aggression. He's not just like goofy do-rag Finn. He's not like a random guy in the Judgment Day that thinks he's the leader. No, he's showing that he's ready for this World Heavyweight Championship fight, even though I don't think he'll win, even though I want him to. I want to ask that question this week, but we need to save that for next week because that's what we do here on the DWI podcast. Who's number one this week? Oh, boy. I wonder. Who? Oh my goodness. Bully Ray called them the greatest tag team in WWE history. I call them the greatest tag team in professional wrestling slash sports entertainment history. Gentlemen, what a week for the Usos. What a week for the Bloodline storyline. And I don't know. You can't have Jimmy without Jay. You can't have Jay without Jimmy on the list this week. So Paul gives this great speech to Jimmy about he's being groomed to be the number one. And Roman tells Jimmy or Jay that, or Jimmy yet. No, Jay. Roman tells Jay that uh, he can pick his own wise man when he's the tribal chief. But for now, I, I am. And then Paul, as an interrupting Jimmy, tells Jay that Jimmy never wanted Jay to be the right-hand man. Jimmy admits to this, and Jay goes off on Jimmy, but when it comes down to it, he looks at Jimmy and he says, you out, and I'm out too, and super kicks Roman, to which Jimmy super kicks Solo, and then they both, Jimmy and Jay, super kick Roman, which leads us to what I believe we all agreed that was going to happen. I'm not sure who came up with it, which one of us, but we all knew that we were going to get Roman and solo versus the Usos here at money in the bank. And we got it. I think we might even have thought that it could have happened at SummerSlam too, but who knows? It's going to be interesting. Talk about your thoughts. Do you guys both watch this, right? I mean, this was literally the last 20 minutes of SmackDown. The last 20 minutes of SmackDown was was literally soap opera. I mean, so, it, it it just worked out perfectly. The fact that we're going to make things like division and everything. We had the red herring of Jay and everything else. And it finally ended with a super kick. It, you, you couldn't have made that better at all. Like, even if Shakespeare had it, it was perfect. Like, I'm pretty sure all of us had a, had the Usos at number one, and much like uh, I, I don't remember if it was Roman or Paul that said it. You can't be the tribal chief and a twin at the same time. They they're stuck together. They're to the hip. It just works. It's perfect the way it happened and the way it is. Tag team match probably going to be the main event of the show, without a doubt. If the fucking inaugural time someone won that other fucking belt wasn't going to be the main event, no matter what happens from here on out, until Roman loses that belt, anytime Roman shows up, 
main event. Ring the bell. Fuck yeah. Acknowledge me. It just works. The the super kick heard around the universe. The super kicks. Yeah. It was fantastic. It's just that the the they're just rolling with the storyline and so well. I, I just I want to see what's next. You know, they, you got me hooked, right? That's exactly what you want. You leave them, you leave that hook right at the end, and the hook brings you back. And thank you, Blues Traveler. You know, it's just it's so compelling to me. It's so fun to watch. <laughs> what's that? Blues Traveler, ring the bell for yourself. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you know the the like you know you 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 almost don't know like are they gonna bring in another uh, family member? You know, there's other ones out there. You know, they they brought in Solo up from NXT. Well, I can to add to that, I can tell you that Zilla Fatu, the son of Umaga, is set to make his wrestling debut, and I'm not sure which promotion, but very soon. You know, there you go. You know, it's just it's amazing. It's and they, you know, and they still have, you know, if the, if the Rock ever wanted to do it, you know, they still have him. They could, you know, they could have Rikishi come be in the corner of the Usos. You know, you, you have this talent that from, you know, Hall of Fame that you could bring in too. And it just, it's just such a, the, the family is so phenomenal too, you know, that it just adds to this great story that they're doing. And, you know, watching Roman's, you know, Roman's empire crumble around him and him trying to scramble to figure out what he's going to do to save this thing and keep it around is just, it's fun to watch. It's so great. I mean, without a doubt, there's so many different Samoans that you can actually throw into this. Who knows? Maybe you might even see like a little agreement between MLW and WWE and have Jacob Fatu even show up. That would be amazing. Yeah, the agreement will be that Jacob Fatu can go to WWE when his MLW contract is up. Yeah, which is probably in like two years, let's be real here. But still, I, it's still awesome to even have this match in general. And I mean, I'm pretty sure we all saw this coming. I don't remember who exactly said it, but it just works. I know this is uh, the Usos being number one this week. And like I said... Roman Reigns did not make the list this week. Did, we did not. Did, none, of us put the, none of us put the bloodline number one when I was texted. Each did we list. all put the Usos as number one? Really? We all the Usos. None of us said the bloodline. All of us said the Usos. So look at that. Like I explained last week, Seth didn't make the list. Roman didn't make the list. This is significant to this last week and what happened. And and that's I love. The, I love this. I love this ranking right here. And uh, I'll tweet it out right after the, the show airs. Actually, I'll give it a couple days and I'll tweet out what the list was. So you, if you listened, you know, if you, if you didn't, I think um, before SmackDown, right? Tomorrow, I'll, I'll tweet it out because I think that's good. Because then storyline wise, it lets you know leading into this week, here's who was our seven last week. So. If you listen, you hear it in the morning. If not, you get it before SmackDown, and then you're going to want to listen and wonder why. All right, guys. Well done. I'm really liking this. You guys liking this? I think that we're going to be able to carry this forward. I'm I'm keeping track every week, and here's my little notes, and here's, here's who everybody had, and that's from the week, and there's the final list in the week there, and there's everybody's list and the point totals. So 
There we go. Damn. That's what we got. So we will have a good history of power rankings as we move forward with the main roster of WWE. Now you know how it works, and I'm glad you do, because knowledge is power. And uh, now I can't find my G.I. Joe clip, and that's fucking killing me. Where is it? We do this all the time. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Jimmy Joe. <laughs> Jimmy Huso. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I still don't have it, and that pisses me off. Vico! 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. and I hate the fact that this is going to fall on deaf ears for Tunny, but I like ready that up like a beer money skit for that can crack. <laughs> and I know he doesn't pay attention to TNA that much, but anyways, phenomenal funky that's, facts. That's, uh, that's uh, Bobby Roode and uh, the other Robert dude Rude with the ponytail. That's, uh, I forget his name. James what the Dan, fuck Dan the was the other guy. There you go. Dan's going to pick first yeah. for phenomenal funky facts. Good job, Tony. I knew who they were. I got B double E double R E N B run B run. Uh, all right, phenomenal funky facts as always. We're gonna Pleasure. be doing money in the bank trivia for a little bit. Actually, I'm glad Dan's picking first. So that yeah, so that I'm forced. Why so you can corner him into a deuce? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like corner yes. Him into a deuce. <laughs> oh, you put me in the corner last month, last week. I'm not uh, gonna put a corner so, again. Uh, I will uh, <laughs> take door number three. Well, all right, he already chose get... door number three. Oh. <laughs> Crap, I don't have anywhere to write anything. All right, go ahead, ask your question. <laughs> all right. There are three wrestlers, male and female, that have been cashed in on the most. Wait, wait, how Only many? Three. Can you start with those three? Hold on, I'm there back. Are... I grabbed to grab my writing tablet. Oh. Wow, you upgraded from the big show sheet to a whiteboard. Yeah, but every week the problem is now is every week on the backside I'm gonna have like my notes and like uh, the like, look at this, like I did all these notes on top of that too. So like, Tony, you showed me the list of all the Big Show sheets from episode one to episode three eighty one. So, oh my God, it's it's a good stack over there. I can imagine. I should really do something about that in case like, anyway, go ahead, trivia. <laughs> anyway, there are three wrestlers both yep. male and female, that have been uh, cashed in on the most. Uh, but only one of them loses uh, every time. Ooh. Who is it? Oh, go ahead. Three, and remember, male and female. Because oh, I can tell you one of the males is John Cena. I forget who the second one was. So that's not the one that gets cashed But is it a female or a male? I can't remember who the other male is. I'm guessing it's the female. Is it a female? 
Or am I just saying that to be inclusive and I'm not the only one, and Tony's not the only one that's PC? Just messing with us, son of a bitch. All right. Go Let's ahead, Dan. That's obviously Dan says the Charlotte. Charlotte Flair. Not the. Oh, look at this. Tony puts down the Queen Charlotte and then the. Woo! Woo! Charlotte Flair. I have to announce to you. That I think is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. All right. So everyone's got a point. What? Tony? Yeah. You're getting door number two because I don't want Dan to be in a corner pooping. What? No, I don't even get a pick then. Like, then let me pick first, because then you get the. That's just told me us. There we go. Oh, makes so much sense since I'm being. I'm being. I. You know what? That's fine. I could. I could. You're, I you're could being shitted on. I. I could do. Can you just ask me to pick? Can you? Will you? Will you trust me enough to let me pick? You want door number two, door number two, or door number dose? What did DP take? Three. He took three. Did. Right. Well, legally, by obligation of the bylaws, I'm allowed to pick one. But for you this week, I'll pick. I'll I'll drop the deuce. Okay, AJ, just for you. Well, I'm pretty sure the viewers don't want to see Dan poop in a corner. DWI (laughs) three eighty one. PC drops the deuce for AJ. Uh, uh, so many connotations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about next time. Next time you force me into another deuce, huh? Motherfucker. I'll drop laxatives in your beer. Anyway. <laughs> you stay at Utah. You <laughs> You could tell that was not going to be PC what came out of my mouth and I caught it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Uh, who I won? Me. I was proud of me. <laughs> WI381, I was proud of me. <laughs> who won the last money in the bank for WrestleMania? Wait, what? I don't understand the question. When happened. WrestleMania, when Money in the Bank was in WrestleMania, oh, who was uh, the last person to okay. win a who's, WrestleMania who's the Money in the Bank? Who's the last person to win the Money in the Bank at WrestleMania? Correct. Okay, there we go. Boy. No, I just wanted you to ask me. Are you that? No, I wanted it to be a little weird so no one could get it because of how I worded it. But that's really against trivia. Like, Is it? Yeah. Still a question. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeff, sign. If Andrew were here, he would tell me to go f myself. <laughs> I tried to get Andrew here. Um, I tried to as well. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know. He was kind of. He was kind of happy. To, I think he's I think he's ready to well you might hear from Andrew soon that's all I'm gonna say and in, in addition to that I would like to say something else on behalf of Andrew I didn't take it out of here where the fuck is it oh we were looking for GI Joe. Joe there we go but shut salt water all the time there you go I can't Tony you know he hates like that soundbite right yeah <laughs> but I in all honesty I haven't played it for a long long time so you played it last, last week. week. But that's twice, like, in the last year. <laughs> right? I think he likes the blue cheese one more than the butt chug. Now you're fishing, and you caught something. No, you can't really butt chug blue cheese. You know, the alliteration's nice, but it don't work. All right, just so people don't forget, Andrew. And I was trying to think of an answer, and I'm not sure who it is. 
who was the last person to win a Money in the Bank at WrestleMania? Ah, fuck it. Why not? Just to piss everybody off. Dan? Tony says CM Punk. Dan says Jack Swagger. Dan is right. Tony, you won 24 and 25. I knew it was wrong. But Swagger won 26. I pulled that out of my ass. (laughs) That's not as impressive as me. And then cashed it in on Chris Jericho. Well, I don't know. What's more impressive? I, I, I pulled Kyle Petty out of my ass. DP pulled Jack Swagger out of his ass. Okay. I don't think Kyle Petty correlate. The pot is war thing. Had to be there. It wasn't pot is war. It was here. It was a here. trivia question. Oh, it was. You yes. did sports trivia? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I believe the question was who drove the NWO car in NASCAR, and that was Kyle Petty. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, it's here. Yeah, I think mine's more impressive, though. Even though Swagger's a little bigger. All right, so the last like, question. Stature, you know, like coming out of your ass is where I was going for. Is which? Okay, that would hurt a lot. <laughs> Spread them before you got out. Now what do you what pull on? Fuck? Get around to the other side and you're just yanking it down? Whoa, we <laughs> need to keep the trivia deep. Slow. But I say you're both on airplane delay here. Let's, let, and we're pulling this back. No. Which on an female wrestler? Well, we know we know Tony has a drinking problem. Just been Don't call me serious, and you can't be Shirley. <laughs> Which female wrestler has every current major accomplishment? And I'm not counting Queen of the Ring because that's something weird and new that they just added in. Zelina Vega won it. So, titles. In special uh, attraction events. I get the question. You get the question, DP? I think so. Yeah. I think it's NXT, WWE, Tag, and Money in the Bank. We also have another thing for women. Royal Rumble. Dishes? Royal Rumble? Oh, oh the Rumble. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I almost want Tony to win from that. That was not. He should win. That's a walk off. Is that it? You call it. That was fucking resisted. Fine. Whatever. Christian Yellis just hit a walk off home run there. Doesn't offend like 48% of the world, and it isn't a joke. (laughs) I think males still outnumber 52. God, I hope so after that one. Uh, Yeah, we get the gist. Go ahead. NXT, WWE, NXT. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at Tony. Maybe she didn't do that. Oh, then I noticed. I'm laughing at Tony being not PC for a second there. It's that rare occasion where I want Tunny to win. She could have walked it up, but she didn't. All right. Tunny says, Daman, Becky Lynch. Uh, shit. Who does Dan say? Dan says, Rhea Ripley. Neither. Becky won the championship. Did she win money in the bank? 
She never won an NXT championship either. She never won the NXT Women's Championship. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. I know who it is. That it was my first choice. I know who it is. It's Sasha Banks. Well, Dan, you technically won regardless, two to one. Oscar. Sasha. No, it's Sasha. It's Oscar. He said current Oscar. NXT, Raw, SmackDown, Tag Team, Money in the Bank, and Royal Rumble. That's what I had written down. I changed it. Damn it. How dare yeah. you change Me it? Too. Me too. Yeah, see? Everybody had it. I still won. Yeah, yeah. sure. But yeah. Dan still won. It doesn't won. matter. Even if you would have. Oh. Uh, I think I need to get some Sprite, some Dairy Queen, and a Wendy's in Louisville, Kentucky for the next thing that we're talking about. So. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Let's go. Ah, what do you mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about. And today, I want to focus specifically on the six-man tag that involves Chris Jericho and Sting coming up at Forbidden Door. Because, gentlemen, I'm just going to lay it out there for you, because this is what I want to talk about. The big show in Wembley's coming up. Sting's in his 60s, you guys. I don't know if there's going to be a better opportunity for him to have an amazing kind of double retirement match run here. But what they need to do at Forbidden Door, in my opinion, is these guys need to basically not touch each other in this six-man tag because they've never wrestled each other one-on-one. And that's what everybody wants to see. And what better way to build it up for Wembley, where we're going to have probably 70-plus thousand people from what if, if the reports we heard are correct, sixty-five thousand seats have been sold. You got to imagine you're going to have a few more coming up here. What better way to go out than be in this six-man tag forbidden door, and then you go out at Wembley with a, basically a WrestleMania crowd against Chris Jericho in a retirement match or whatever, however you want to do it. I think that would be a really cool thing for AEW. And I know you want to say, like, Sting could put somebody over, you know, younger that needs it as a retirement match. But I think Sting and Jericho just kind of put over AEW by having this kind of thing. Um, And it could easily lead to Jericho and Darby Allen striking it back up and and making magic after that. What are you guys' thoughts here on on the six man we got coming up at Forbidden Door and and where we could possibly go with this Sting Jericho thing, DP? I think that's fantastic idea. I I would agree that the six man tag match 
I almost wouldn't have Jericho in it. You know, I they just, you know, he's, I guess he's if, if they do it that way and say like, okay, they don't touch each other. That's definitely what you got to do. Like these two have never been in the ring together and never had a singles match. The only you, way they can touch that? each other is the only way they can get to touch each other is if Jericho like briefly gets his some shit in on Sting. Nothing major, but like Sting never touches Jericho. Yeah. That that's the only way. He's, but like I agree he's with you. Play like, the coward don't let him touch each other. Yeah, he plays the coward role. Gets gets every time hides Sting, out of the ring every, every time. time. Yeah, every time Jericho's in the ring and Sting gets tagged in, Jericho fucking books his ass out of there. Other right? than and, other than knocking him off the ring apron when he's in the ring or something, knocks him off and Sting comes and running in, and he Jericho runs away. Jericho should do Sting. Jericho's, yes, Jericho should just get over in those kind of ways on Sting, and Sting never touches Jericho. Yeah, that's I think perfect. that's I think that's exactly what you have to do because I think is this is a match that's never happened between the probably two of the top twenty five sports crazy. entertainers of all time, right? Crazy, crazy to think about that. And we can have it, and we can have it on a We're retirement level, and the connections they've had. And I think it's a, I think it's, it's not necessarily, it's not a double retirement match, but the, but career on the line match, whoever loses, you know, is that well, right? Yeah, right. That's what it is. That's that's a retirement match. You know that. And, well, not a retire. I didn't mean a retirement match. I meant it in the way you said it, yeah. like career versus career. Yeah, and and you you can go on to that, and Jericho wins it, and can go on with bragging rights. You know that he he ended Sting's career and move on to Darby Allen or whatever. But like that's yeah, that's just a huge match. I mean, think about that at Wembley. Oh my God, that's it's amazing. It's amazing, AJ. I mean, and I'm not disagreeing, especially since they were yeah, well. Jericho wasn't the main event scene in WCW, but you know they were in WCW at the same time. They were in a bunch of different promotions, and it could have worked. But this is the first time we're seeing it where Jericho's 51 and sting is 64 and with every like how beat up sting is like i mean we're gonna see shane mcmahon versus hulk hogan at wrestlemania 40 so stop (laughs) there's a good reason why i'm not near pennsylvania here comes the money here we go yeah brother i won't we're going to see it i won't stop and you're going to see it i hate the fact that that worked out perfect Get ready for what? July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, all of March. So nine plus months of me telling you every fucking week that Hulk Hogan will wrestle Shane McMahon at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Just for a birthday gift, can I ref since mine's in March? <laughs> no. Fuck. All right. But like, I don't know about that, that dude. It's amazing, well, like where Sting and Jericho never faced off against each other. Jericho was perennial cruiserweight division person for WCW. Sting was always up there in the upper echelons of WCW. Never faced each other. Now they finally can lock horns. It's just, I kind of, a part of me wishes that they didn't throw Suzuki in this as well, because he was thrown in it last year too, and it kind of bothers me i'm not gonna lie it should be a good match not denying that i'm trying not to get the wendy's dairy queen sprite kick going on with a tennis racket but i would like to save it for the end of this uh segment that's fair but it should be a good match i hope it does lead to what you are alluding to with sting and jericho actually having like whoever loses loses their entire career that would be great 
Will it happen? I don't know. I'm hoping it happens. I hope Tony Khan has enough foresight to actually make that a thing. And, you know, Sting, again, being 64, should probably be like, "Mm, it's about time I put the boots, hang them up just a little bit. The coat, the baseball bat, showtime for the last time. Here's Here's the thing. It's hard to stop collecting those super fucking big paychecks. It's really hard. I know. Does he really need it anymore? He's probably still running on WCW money. No, but at the same time, let's put it this way. His run in AEW has helped legitimize them as well. It's given them a certain something. Like, this isn't like AEW giving money away to Sting. This is, no matter what they paid him, Sting giving AEW credibility in their, you know, fawn kind of duckling years like i mean this is huge what he's done for them is big it's it's nearly as big as what jericho has done for them because about all the people that they've signed and had on that roster that are in the top whatever you want to put them in of all time is those two guys think about what he's done for darby allen so what about what else? What about Fibridendor? What special is going to happen? Anything? Any surprises? Anybody going to lose that shouldn't lose? Or you know, uh, I don't see any titles really changing hands, especially since who they have each other going up against. I know I just don't think Tanahashi's considered an A plus player anymore. I think he's kind of a B plus player in, in Japan. So I don't see that happening either. Because uh, Okada's wrestling. Is there an, Okada's in there, right? Okada and Daniel Bryan, but it's not for a title. So it's it, right. So we're just going to have a great match and we'll probably have a great finish and it won't matter who's going to win. Way to get your Okada shit over DP. You sick yeah. son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because DP and I were going to get this until it was on a Sunday. And, and then it's just like, damn it. <laughs> Backpedal yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah. So kind of, I'll just kind of find out what segment and things were good and, and then I'll probably just watch Okada and Daniel Bryan after the fact. Yeah, that's that's AJ <laughs> got any insider Belaz going on here? Do we want insider Belaz or insider corny? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I kinda mean. And it's, it will call your corny insider Belaz. So <sighs> finish this segment before we finish the show. Well, I mean <laughs> The matches that we already talked about last week, you know, we Sting doesn't have to do this match against Guevara and Suzuki, you know, and and for whatever reason they got the elite, they got the the dumb fucks and Eddie Kingston, Tomohiro Ishii for whatever reason, you know, Ishii being actual legitimate badass, Kingston being a fake badass against the 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 Blackpool Combat Club. I mean, that's fine. Kojima and CM Punk for the men's Owen Hart Championship. I guess they need to cry baby Punk to actually do something of positive relevance so he doesn't cry about his next paycheck against Kojima. I guess that's perfectly fine. You got Orange Cassidy who can't sell shit to to fucking manure seller with someone who hasn't eaten a cheeseburger in his entire life with Zack Sabre Jr. and someone who's actually legitimate and, and Shibata actually doing it. But, you know... Cassidy's gonna win that match. Tony Storm, Willow, who? Nightingale? Alright, sure. And then another scrawny fucking Adam Cole that can't do shit against someone who's a legitimate badass like Tom Lawler, you know. They can't book shit right. 
they really can't. I would have Tom Lawler facing off against freaking uh, uh, Shibata or something to make it actually entertaining in, in this entire thing, actually make it like a shoot match and make it somewhat believable. But, like, I just got nothing. And also the women Owen Hart thing that they got going on there for Martha Hart. You got Athena, who, who's actually good. For, against for Kyle, they bring out the, the big hook. But for Corny, we bring out the scaffolding. So, Corny, I think you're about done. Uh, Thank you. Fuck you. Good night. <laughs> and the, for those of you who know, you know, as far as the scaffolding does go. Another great uh, addition here this week of the DWI podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the power rankings, the significant seven and the way we're doing it. Let me just run that back for you. Uh, for for uh, June 16th SmackDown and, and Raw's June 19th uh, date, we had the Usos number one perfect score. First uh, power ranking, first perfect score, 21 points. Uh, Finn at second, LA Knight, what? Yeah, at third. See the comparison. Uh, KO slash KO and Sammy fourth. Gunther at five, Logan Paul at six. Bianca and Rhea, a legit tie at seven gentlemen i hope you enjoyed what we did this week listeners i hope you enjoyed it even more aj let everybody know where they can find you well you can follow me all over the social media interwebs at phenomenal ajb that's ajb in all caps also don't forget to go to the chairshot.com for your articles and also podcasts galore not only ours but a bunch of others down the wire <laughs> see what i did there just to reference at least one of them but you can find everything there at thechairshot.com, podcast, articles, everything under the rising sun. And I'm not just saying that because it's a forbidden door that we're going into. DP, besides waiting to take off inside of a plane on the tarmac, where can people find you? Besides sweating my ass off in an airplane seat, you can follow me on Twitter and all over the worldwide social media interwebs. And it's me, DPP, as well as this show at Podcast DWI, and on Facebook, at facebook.com slash DWI podcast. You can find me at PC Tunney, Chairshot Radio Network, all of your favorite streaming platforms. Tune in next week to find out who's significant. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. 
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.